Do you constantly feel confused about where your life is headed? Or maybe you just need some guidance to get through your current season in life. Are you tired of doing the same old shit and getting no results? Maybe you're at a turning point in your life and looking for someone or something to help you get the life you've always wanted. When you're ready to stop the old routine that's no longer serving you and you're ready to hit the goals that you've set for yourself this year, join us here where we'll share stories about personal development and interview leading experts on how to have the life you deserve. I'm Erin Backman, a personal development coach, salon manager, and a whole lot more. I love helping those around me break through their roadblocks and live the life of their dreams. So join us here on the Building a Better Life podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Building a Better Life, a podcast dedicated to those just wanting to get their shit together. I'm your host, Erin Backman, a fully licensed hairstylist and personal development coach. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to continue our series on how to deal with all of these big emotions that we're feeling amid this COVID-19 pandemic. So today I felt that it was important to sit and talk about resiliency and how we can manifest that in our lives in a time when we need it so bad. So what is resiliency? So to be resilient is to have the capability to recover quickly from difficulties. You could also call this toughness. Uh, I love the word grit. So it is basically just can you get through hard things and keep moving? And the human species, Homo sapiens, we are completely resilient and it is within all of us. It's just kind of like a muscle that we need to work through. So this experience has really introduced a lot of individuals who maybe haven't been through something this tough before to this whole new difficult situation that they've never experienced before in the past. And it's a time for us to truly become resilient people. And trust me, you already are resilient. It's just a muscle that we need to work on continually to have it be second nature for us. And I think this is an amazing time for us to teach our children what resiliency is and have them learn the meaning and help them for the rest of their lives by watching us model how we react when shit hits the fan. And I know I personally want to see my son see his mama as like one resilient ass bitch, because let me tell you, I am. So if you feel like your resiliency muscle is super, super weak, and you just don't know how you're going to bounce back from this, I want to tell you that's completely okay. We can work on it. And I'm going to share some things a little bit later in the episode of what you can do to build your resiliency. But I did want to start by sharing a little bit of my story with resiliency and how I went from someone who I'd say was barely resilient um, to someone who is just a badass resilient bitch. So let's get started with my story. Okay, so my story with resiliency kind of goes 
it goes way back. There's tons of childhood stories. Um, you know, I broke my wrist, blah, 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 blah. Broke a toe, didn't make this team, whatever. Like those are our normal things that we experience in life. And, you know, it's kind of like the best example of resiliency when we're children is when we're learning to ride the bike. Resilient children or children who have been modeled resiliency will continually get back on that bike no matter how many times they fall off, no matter if they get bruises, scrapes, bumps, they're crying. The really, truly resistant, not resistant, resilient children will be the ones who want to get back up. The kids that we remember growing up who just refused to learn to ride a bike because they just didn't want to fall, they didn't want to be around with that danger, they would do it once or twice. When they fell, they'd be like, all right, that's it. I'm over this. I don't want to do that. That's an example of someone who doesn't have a really strong, resilient muscle. And they also have probably not had it modeled for them or been shown how powerful resiliency is. So if there's anything that I can impart on anybody is that this is a time for us to build our resiliency muscle, to show our children resiliency, and to show our partners and everyone else around us that we got this. So my experience with resiliency and the the biggest thing that I think has honestly had an impact on my life um, was my freshman year in college. I was dating a man and we had a relationship and, uh, I thought everything was okay. And it was also the time when I was, um, pledging my sorority back then (laughs) it was called pledging. Now I think we call it associate member orientation or something like that. (laughs) But in my day it was called pledging. This was back in 2001, I want to say. So 19 years ago, gosh, that makes me feel old. Okay. Anyways, back to the story. So we were dating. It was during that process. So I was not allowed to drink or party or anything like that. Um, And I had been over to his house and we had been intimate prior. Uh, But this night he drank a little bit and one thing led to another. I said, no, he proceeded. And let me just say that that experience had a ripple effect in my life that six months later, I ended up withdrawing from school. I kind of had a mental breakdown. I didn't really know what was going on and I hadn't really had any realizations within myself as to what had actually transpired that evening with him. Uh, We later broke up, I think, a week or two after the incident. Um, So obviously I wasn't with him anymore, but I had my mental breakdown. I withdrew from Chico State. I moved about six hours away and I went into a very, very deep depression. I gained 60 pounds in about two months. So any of the stretch marks that I have on my body are not from having my son. (laughs) Uh, They are from me gaining a large amount of weight in a very short amount of time. I ate my feelings. I just didn't want to be around anybody else. And that period in my life, about 19 years ago, I was not a resilient person. My typical MO was to run away from things that were difficult, uh, try not to deal with them, just shove that pain deep down inside, 
I just didn't want to feel the feelings. Uh, Speed up to about eight years later, I had gotten married. I was beginning to go through a divorce. I had been through about three years worth of therapy. I felt a lot stronger as an individual. I felt more prepared uh, how to handle getting divorced, moving out, all of that stress. But I still was a little bit depressed. I still had days where I just couldn't think of doing anything. But the only thing I knew was I needed a roof over my head. So I kept going to work. I had bigger visions for the future, so I kept going to my master's program, and I just involved myself in as many things as possible, almost, it's another flight reflex, honestly, is to overwhelm yourself with so many things so that you don't have to deal with the issue at hand. So I went from truly running away from a problem to distracting myself from the problem to the third thing that has kind of really built my resiliency, and that's been financial stresses due to job losses and changing careers. Uh, When I joined the hair industry a little over five years ago, I took a really big leap. I was working at a corporate job. I was making decent money, paying my bills, saving money. Like I was doing things, but I was so unbelievably unhappy And taking the leap and making the jump from that to making $10 an hour under the table for six months was really, really hard. But based on the other things that I had been through, I learned that I can do this. I can get through hard things. And I wasn't as scared. I was more excited about the possibilities of the future. So I have personally built my resiliency muscle over the last, I'm 37, so 37 years, but I would say like I really have strengthened it within the last 20. So we've been through hard things. We can do hard things. We can do this. It's just those repeated actions and doing what we can to get ourselves to be stronger. So if you're feeling like you can't get through this, trust me, you can. And let's discuss a couple of topics on how we can do that. Okay. So how can we strengthen our resiliency muscle? So the first thing that you can do is that you can work on your self-confidence. And one of my favorite exercises for doing this is to review your life and look at all of the hard things that you've been able to get through. So even just using like the last decade, write down five accomplishments that you've been able to do and then write how you felt about those things. Were you proud? Were you excited? Were you scared? Were you sad? Like write all of the emotions down. Then write five things that you're going to classify as a failure. And these are probably the hard things. Write all of those down. Same thing. Write your feelings next to it. Were you scared? Were you excited? Were you nervous? Were you sad? Any of those things. So write all of that down. Then go back and look at it and realize, damn, you are a bad ass. And as Noelle says from Journey, you can do hard things because you already have. So you've got this. 
So sometimes looking at our past can help us realize just how strong we are inside. And let me just tell you, if you're a mama, bitch, you are strong and you can do this. So let's do it. So what is another thing that we can do to strengthen that resiliency muscle? So what we can do is we can create a realistic plan for something and stick to it. So being able to have the follow through on a plan is a huge part of feeling like you can get through things. And it's a huge part of building self-efficacy. And that is simply that you can do stuff. You have followed through. So first off, we're going to make a realistic plan. Maybe your plan for right now is just that you get up in the morning, you journal for 20, 30 minutes. Maybe you do some yoga. Maybe you read for an hour or two. I don't know. I'm trying to pretend like y'all have it together and you're some wise individual who practices meditation. (laughs) Maybe not. I'm just writing what I would like to be doing with my time. Uh, Or maybe you're just, your plan for the day is just to get out of bed. Maybe that in and of itself is a success. Or maybe you're like a friend of mine who just needed to tackle all of those loads of laundry and then she felt extremely accomplished. Now, finding the other soulmates, as she calls them, for the socks, uh, that'll be a whole other task that'll make her feel accomplished. But it has been proven that reducing clutter from your house improves mental clarity and function, and in particular for women. So just let that sink in. During this time, if you want a plan to make you feel better mentally, emotionally, clean the house, but not just clean the house. I mean, organize the house, get rid of stuff that is taking up space in your brain and in your life. The third thing that we can be doing to help build resiliency is managing our feelings. And this is hands down the hardest thing. Self-confidence, got it. Plan, I'm the queen of that. But managing feelings, ooh, that is some hard-ish So I am an emotional eater through and through. Uh, That's how I gained so much weight in two months, almost 20 years ago. But I have been working the last year or two with my relationship with food and trying to distance my emotions from my consumption of food. I am trying to work on that and it is probably going to be a lifelong task but it is where I need to work on managing my feelings. So working on the ability to process our emotions and our feelings without adverse effects, like smoking, drinking, drugs, eating excessive amounts of food, if you're me, um, will put us in a better place mentally and make us feel like we're a lot more in control. So again, I've talked about this before, but one of the easiest ways for us to manage our feelings and work through our feelings is to write about them. So if you don't have someone to talk to, but you have a piece of paper or you have your phone and you can just type in your notes, do it. Write those feelings out. The act of writing or the ability to talk about your feelings and share them is going to help you process those feelings a lot better 
and it's going to make you feel stronger. So if you have the ability to talk to someone, be it your significant other, your best friend, your mom, just talk. It's going to help you work through all of the emotional baggage that we have right now without adding extra little bags of, oh, fuck, I just ate another mega stuff Oreo, or I hate myself for killing a bag of Doritos. You know, I'm just, I'm speaking from personal experience here, okay? I don't need that extra emotional baggage on top of all of this other stuff that we're dealing with. So try to separate those if you can. And if you can't, trust me, girl, it is okay. And I'm talking to you. Yes, you. It's okay if you have a moment and you eat a piece of cake because you were sad. Learn from it. Move on. Over time, you and I, we will do it a lot less and we will just enjoy cake when it's cake time, like someone's birthday, when we get to go back to work any of those things. So manage your feelings, girl. The fourth thing that we can do is to work on our communication skills. So when we're going through a hard time, we really need to lean on others. The homo sapiens, our species was not designed for us to be loners. We're not like this lone wolf, like hanging around. We were designed to be in a community. We actually thrive in a community and that's just how it works. So I know that we can't be around others other than the ones that live in our house right now, but we still can connect and we still can communicate with one another. So share your feelings with another individual, you know, have a phone call, share on Instagram DMs. Maybe you do a Facebook video with each other or you chat on Instagram with a video or you hop on a Zoom call with someone creating those bonds and talking about your feelings during this situation is going to strengthen your relationship with that other person. And you'll have someone to go to when you need to talk about anything else that's hard in your life. It'll just help both of you feel a lot better and feel like you're a lot more resilient. I also think that being able to express your needs is a really, really big part of successful communication skills that will help us in the long term with building resiliency. I am just one person. I cannot do it all, even though I'm damn well determined to be that person, but I'm not. So when I ask for help, I'm actually able to do things faster and better. And I don't feel like I'm in it all by myself. So Don't be afraid to ask for what you need in this time. Reach out to those that you know are stronger or those that you know have that resiliency and lean on them and ask them like, girl, how did you do that? How did you just bounce back? How did, how'd that happen? Like, please tell me. We want to help each other out in this time. And then our fifth thing that we can work on to help build our resiliency is to work on our problem solving skills. I'm just here to tell you that you don't have to have it all figured out. Hell, none of us do, but it's okay. You need to learn what works for you and to take those skills and run. I'd like to think that I have good problem-solving skills, but in actuality, I have probably learned a lot from other people, and I just try to emulate them. Uh, There's someone in my life, he thinks outside of the box a lot, And he works in an industry now that he is not formally educated in. And so he'll always get these 
big ideas that someone in the industry would never think of. And it's really awesome to watch his brain work in that way. Um, so I'm like, okay, I need some of that in my life. So I'm going to emulate that. I'm going to try that. I'm going to try to think of things from a different perspective. I've also learned a lot of problem solving skills uh, when I was able to get through other hard things. So after coming back to work in the salon after my maternity leave, I basically had to implement a budgeting system because we were in a situation where we knew how much childcare we could afford and we knew how much it would cost us even just to have one or two extra days of childcare. And Creating a budgeting system and following one that worked for us meant that I could stay home one more day a week and still take care of all of our basic needs. Before that, we lacked a system, but implementing that budgeting system actually made it easier to do all of the other things that I wanted to do. So if money is a huge stressor for you, working on a budgeting system right now should probably be your focus because there are a lot of ways that you can cut expenses. There are a lot of amazing programs out there. I just happened to follow the budget mom system. She's on Instagram at the budget mom. Um, so absolutely amazing. So another one of my favorite problem solving skills is to just ask myself, is this a fact or is it a feeling? Most of the time it's a feeling. It's not a fact. And I can work through a feeling and I can file it away in my brain, whereas a fact, I can't change that. I can change my feelings over time, but facts are just that, facts. So thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast, focusing on resiliency. I am so thankful to have you as listeners. I hope that this was helpful Keep working on yourself, babe. You can do hard things. Again, thank you so much for joining me on Building a Better Life. I would love it if you shared a screenshot of you listening to this episode and tagged me at Aaron M. Backman and share your thoughts and how you're building your resiliency out in today's world. Love you, babe. Thank you so much for joining us today on Building a Better Life. If you love what you heard or want us to talk about a particular topic, leave us a good review on iTunes or Google Podcasts and leave your suggestions in your review. If you have a friend or someone who needs this episode or maybe the whole podcast in their life, please share a screenshot on your Instagram and tag me at Aaron M. Backman. You can also find me on Facebook under Aaron Backman Coaching. Hope you have a fabulous week and get your shit together.